common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast all over the place. Spotify, you can find it there in Apple Podcasts. You can find it in the WDBO app as well. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, outside of Orlando, stream us in the WDBO app. Well, look, you guys know full well I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan at all of President Joe Biden. There are many reasons for that, not the least of which is the dude is totally asleep at the wheel of our nation. I mean, this guy is 80 years old. The man shakes hands with air on the stage. Hard to believe that this guy is the leader of the free world, but that's where we sit right now. He is the oldest person we've ever had to be president of the United States, and I believe the most ill-equipped mentally we've ever had as well as president. It's not age discrimination, folks. It's just fact. The guy is 50 cents short of a buck. And did you see what happened this past weekend? President Biden went to the southern border for the first time as president. What I like in this visit is to this, someone who sets the fire and then pulls the fire alarm. And yes, you can partly blame our clumsy and hypocritical immigration system to a certain extent. But most of all the blame of the chaos at our southern border belongs right in the lap of Mr. Joe Biden for two years. Two years, this guy has conveniently looked the other way as millions of illegal migrants have poured across the southern border. It's criminal. To me, it's absolutely criminal what Joe Biden has done over the last few years, allowing this country to be overrun by migrants. How can you have a nation without borders? Can't do it. It's impossible. Now, depending on who you're listening to, we're talking millions, such as nearly 5 million people, 4.9 to be exact, have crossed the border since Joe Biden took over. That 4.9 million number is according to the Federation for American Immigration Reform. But whether it's 5 million, 2 million, 3 million, whatever the number is, it's staggering. It's a staggering amount of people who have crossed a porous southern border since Joe Biden took over over two years ago. Now, I'm sure a scant few of you are out there saying, okay, Olinette says you're racist. You're a bigot. You don't want these brown people coming into our country because you're just prejudiced. It's just utter and total nonsense. I'd be saying the same thing if the white bread people up north on our northern border with Canada were doing the same thing. It's refrain after refrain after refrain with the left. It's their knee-jerk reaction. It's insanity because they have nothing else They can't argue with facts, so they consistently throw out the R word. It's ridiculous. And with Joe Biden's visit to the southern border on Sunday, it's obvious what Biden is trying to do here. He thinks the American people are stupid. He and his party, they believe that we're stupid. Here we are two years out from an election, and he also has to deal with a Republican Congress. That's why he showed up at the southern border, and he's making these promises about resources. Give me a break, please. This was a photo op, pure and simple. Pose for a couple of pictures. Check the box. 
That's what this was about. It was all about checking the box. Well, we had a very interesting scene in El Paso as the president arrived at the airport there on Sunday. Texas Governor Greg Abbott was waiting for him on the tarmac. And Abbott, after shaking hands, hand-delivered a letter to the president. Now, this was no ordinary letter. This was a scathing letter criticizing the president's border policies. In the letter, Abbott slammed the president's visit as a $20 billion, too little and two years too late deal. He also said that the president's tour avoids areas where mass illegal immigration occurs and sidesteps the thousands of angry Texas property owners whose lives have been destroyed by your border policies, the letter says. Here's another quote from the letter. Even the city you visit has been sanitized of the migrant camps which had overrun downtown El Paso because your administration wants to shield you from the chaos that Texans experience on a daily basis. Abbott said the federal government achieved historically low levels of illegal immigration under President Trump, but under the Biden administration, Abbott said America is suffering the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. Greg Abbott did not pull any punches, man. He did not pull any punches. He went right at President Biden in that letter, and good for him. It needs to be said. Now, again, this interesting scene at the airport, after Biden was done shaking hands and kissing babies, he gets into his motorcade vehicle, and the motorcade drives off as Greg Abbott is sitting there on the tarmac. So the press is gathered there on the tarmac waiting for Biden Guess who they got? They got Greg Abbott. Now, I know Abbott was not upset at the fact that Biden didn't address the media. Nonetheless, there is Greg Abbott, and here is in part what he told the media on Sunday there in El Paso. The chaos that his refusal to enforce the border laws has caused in the state of Texas. I told him how thousands of Texans have lost their lives, that tens of thousands of Texans have, been, have their lives destroyed by his open border policies. But most importantly, I provided to him something that he asked for. The president asked for solutions from Republicans. In the letter that I gave him, I provided five solutions that already exist under current United States law. All we ask the president to do is to enforce these five standards under American law already. If he does that, he will make enormous strides in securing our border and eliminating the illegal immigration so they can get back to the pathway of dealing with legal immigration in the United States. When a president who caused the chaos of the border needed to be here, it just so happens he's two years at about $20 billion too late. He needs to step up and, and take swift action, uh, including uh, reimbursing the state of Texas for the money that we spent, but providing more resources for the federal government to do its job. Also, this is nothing but for show unless it begins to enforce the immigration laws already that exist in the United States of America that are contained in the letter that are provided to the, the president today. What did, he say to you? what did the president say to you? He said he wanted to work with us on it. So he was pretty cordial. He was cordial. We'll see what happens. Here, here's the deal. He's never called to talk to me about the immigration issue. 
Now I've provided him a letter that provides tangible, concrete solutions that will stop illegal immigration. And I expect him to call to me, and that's what Secretary Newark has also said. Abbott did mention in his letter that prior to the president's trip to El Paso, authorities were tearing down migrant encampments under cover of darkness and dispatching hundreds of those migrants across the border. They wanted to dress up the city as much as possible prior to the president's arrival here. The encampments near downtown, the bus station and a Catholic church, the Sacred Heart Church near in El Paso, had been dismantled. So why were they dismantled? Is it because that they didn't want the media to see what was going on there in El Paso? By the way, the media, quite frankly, does not want to see what's going on. If they really wanted to see what was going on at the southern border, they would have been there the previous two years. Okay, is it because they wanted to shield President Biden from seeing all that garbage, all that nonsense going on on the streets of El Paso? Is it because the White House administration, the people who were really running the White House, is it because they did want Joe Biden to see what was going on in El Paso? I don't know what the answer is, but it's not a good look, not a good look at all. This president, Joe Biden, has looked the other way time and time again, and the chaos just continues there at the southern border. And now, now he believes that by visiting El Paso to do a photo op there at the southern border, by walking past the wall and talking with various border patrol agents, that the country is now going to let him off the hook with what he has done over the last two years? Everything's A-OK? Joe, too little, too late. And if it weren't so sad, it would be comical. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And join me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.